0: Y'all, it's time for another episode of Shit's Weird, bro.
1: What the hell kind of intro was that? I fucking get <laughs> off my back,
0: okay? I just went right into it and I didn't feel good about it, but we're gonna use it, okay? You know
1: what? It works. That's what the shitheads like. They like the rawness. The rawness. Of What we offer here.
0: We just fucking get up and do it. We don't stretch mm-hmm. out. We don't, no warm ups, no calisthenics. Yeah. We, we do get a little into bit of it. research, but other than that, well, that... I mean, otherwise we wouldn't have a fucking show.
1: I mean, we would. It'd probably be pretty entertaining us just talking shit about stuff we have no idea about. That would Which
0: actually...
1: is 90% of our well, actually, shows you know,
0: If we were smart, we'd do a show about sports and then we can just fly off the fucking cuff and have no problem with it. But instead we chose to do this, which is also fun.
1: You know, well, because there's, there's a much smaller market for what we're doing right now. If we were doing sports, there are so many sports podcasts.
0: It wouldn't oh, be good we'd for would never get out there, no. Exactly. Anyway, we're yeah. bringing to you, listeners, we're bringing you the story of Edgar Allan Poe's death.
1: But I thought he just died peacefully in his sleep, Christopher. No, just he died himself.
0: in fucking agony. What? Yeah. How come they didn't teach
1: us this, this in grade school? They taught us... All they, of it, get, they taught you
0: the Raven. They, ta- and
1: they taught us the Pit and the Pendulum and all of his writings. Cask of Amontillado. But they didn't teach us how he died. They just taught us
0: his work. I mean, how he died is kind of also his work.
1: Is Maybe it? he planned it the entire
0: time? Did he? I don't know. Let's get into it. Let me set the scene. I'm not going to tell you about his whole life because you already know. Because he went to fucking grade school. He was a yeah. writer, right? They you know He was have a, a relatively writer. sad life until they yeah. die and then they blow up. Except he actually blew up during life, so he was okay.
1: Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yep. The end. Uh no. It's not like like uh no, oh, I was gonna make a sad reference, but I'd rather not. Do it. Do it. No. Do, it. do it. Don't palpitate me right now. Do it
0: no (laughs) anyways he blew up during life anyway so let's let's just jump right into his death shall we because there's a bunch of other theories and I don't have time to talk about his life well what
1: about the I think we need to talk about the day before his death go ahead um let's see ah fuck it I lost my notes
0: I'm jumping right into the death Go day. For it. Okay. So it was a rainy day in Baltimore. Um yeah. it was uh, a October up. October 3rd, <laughs> 1849. Uh, but that didn't stop um, Compositor for the Baltimore Sun Joseph Walker. Hey, you are
1: talking don't... the same you're talking the same as I as I was. So that's good. I just lost my spot in the notes. And, and yeah, we do know a Joseph Walker. I wonder if it's the same guy. He might be a cosmonaut or a, a uh, from chrononaut.
0: Project Pegasus. He might be a fucking chrononaut. Anyway, Joseph Walker goes to Gunner's <laughs> Hall. Porque soy negro. <laughs> oh my god, Joseph, if you're listening that
1: I think I think he does listen. That's an homage to you, Joseph. Oh,
0: that's fantastic. Por Porque no queso.
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Anyways, inside jokes, people. You're not going to know what it is.
0: Anyway, Joseph Walker uh, was a uh, compositor for the Baltimore Sun who headed out to Gunners Hall, which was a public house with bustling activity. It was Election Day, and Gunners Hall served as a pop-up polling location for the 4th Ward in uh, Baltimore.
1: That sounds – anytime somebody says, like, the 4th Ward or something like that, it sounds, like, dystopian to me, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, it kind of sounds to me. It does a little 1984-ish, like we don't yeah, go there. Yeah, exactly.
1: Like George Orwell.
0: It's all subdivided. Or
1: Hunger Games-ish, you know?
0: Yeah, for sure. Uh, when Walker arrived at Gunners Hall, he found a man, uh, delirious and dressed in shabby secondhand clothes, lying in the gutter. The man was semi-conscious and unable to move, but as Walker approached him, he discovered something unexpected. That man was Edgar Allan Poe. <laughs> mind blown I think,
1: I think everybody saw like where that was going I <laughs> didn't see that shit coming Uh
0: worried about the health of the poet Walker stopped and asked Poe if he had any acquaintances in Baltimore that he might be able, that might be able to help him Uh Poe gave Walker the name of Joseph E Snodgrass a magazine editor with some medical training So That's a hell immediately of a name. Walker writes a fucking letter to this guy, asking for. Him. I mean, it's just it shows you the times because it's not like you can just reach somebody. he yeah, can't moment. give him a call. Up. So he writes him a fucking letter. Um, about a week. Okay, let's go back a week earlier. Uh, Poe uh, left Richmond, Virginia, uh, to go to Philadelphia to edit a collection of poems for somebody whatever they're probably out of my research yeah that's okay uh when walker found poe in a delirious disarray outside of um, gunner's hall it was the first time anyone had heard or seen of him since he left richmond virginia poe never made it to philadelphia uh to do his editing business and he didn't even make it back to new york where he had been living to um he was going to escort his aunt uh, to richmond for his wedding Cause he was going to okay. get married um, to
1: which one he had. He had, I think he had two different um, flings at that time. Right. He had like an ex wife. And yeah,
0: then, I'm not sure which one it was,
1: but he had Virginia, Eliza, Clem Poe, and then Sarah Elmira Royster. I think it was the the latter that he was getting married to. Cause he recently proposed to her.
0: Well, either way, he never left Baltimore. Yep. Uh he. I mean, that's where he launched his career in like the like that's early eighteen
1: hundreds. That's where he's buried too. He's and, got a yeah somewhere like a monument and shit.
0: And he was buried in an unmarked grave. He's got a monument, but they don't know where he was buried.
1: Well, okay, we'll get into that later.
0: Okay. <laughs> um, in the four days between Walker finding Poe outside the public house and Poe's. Death on October 7th, he never regained enough consciousness to explain how he had come to be found in soiled clothes that weren't his own, um, being incoherent on the streets. Instead- Go ahead. Uh, instead, Poe spent his final days wavering between fits of delirium, gripped by visual hallucinations, and the night before his death, according to his attending physician, Dr. John J. Moran- Poe repeatedly called out for Reynolds, which nobody knows who the fuck that is.
1: There's theories, though, right?
0: I think there's theories for that. Do you have any theories for who Reynolds uh,
1: I got. Keep going, and then I'll pull up my theories because I have them in my notes.
0: So it's, it's, like, kind of ironic that he, you know, blew up in Baltimore and then dies in Baltimore, right? And it's also, like, yeah. weird that his death is... Seems like it's, like, from the pages of his own works. Like, he... Yeah, exactly. He, he was a poet, a detective, an author, a world traveler. Uh, he fought in the Greek War of Independence and was held prisoner in Russia. Like, he had this crazy-ass life, but through his... So- yeah.
1: So the Reynolds thing, there's there's a couple of possibilities. One possibility is that he was recalling an encounter with Jeremiah N. Reynolds, a newspaper editor and explorer who may have inspired the novel, uh, the narrative of Arthur Gordon, Pym of Nantucket. Okay. So there there's also an editor that he knew that, yeah, I mean, in his incoherent state of death, mm-hmm. basically at that point, he could have been recalling somebody that he worked with closely to get out his publications and his writings. Um, another possibility is Henry R. Reynolds, one of the judges overseeing the fourth ward polls at Ryan's Tavern, who may have met Poe on election uh, on election day, okay. if I can speak properly. So that's another uh, Reynolds. And I believe those are the only two at the point that uh, – in the research that I've done that come up with the name Reynolds that seem feasible. Um, Either way. Why would he call
0: out to them like in.
1: Well, that has to do with what, how you think his manner of death was brought about.
0: Well, according to uh, his death certificate, they listed the cause of death as phrenitis or swelling of the brain.
1: I had a different one. For for me a lot one of the causes of deaths was uh I don't know how to say this. Dipsomania. Dipsomania. D I P S O mania.
0: It just makes me want dim sum.
1: Dim sum sounds delicious. Dim
0: sum mania.
1: Um, but it's dipsomania and that's basically the historical term for alcoholism. Um they, it was a blanket umbrella term for anything that had to do with alcohol. So, Interesting. um, yeah. I, I'll, so if I'll get you into had,
0: that. let's talk huh? about that.
1: So, I mean, that's basically, that's what I had about the cause of death. One of the, uh, uh, coroners at the time, they said something different. It's actually, uh, uh, Sonic, who you mentioned beforehand, we're going all over the place right now. Who you mentioned beforehand, Sonda Grass. Um, he, he said it was a different cause of death, but uh, Moran, which is what the hell is his that full name? That was his
0: attending uh, physician.
1: That was his attending physician, but I don't know his full name off the top of my head. John J. It, Moran. Was- John J. Moran contradicted uh, Sondagrass' stating that on his own in 1885 account of Poe did not die under a, the effect of intoxica- uh, intoxicant. Moran claimed that Poe had not the slightest odor of alcohol on his breath or person. So there was people they Moran They could have stuck it up his butt. Sondagrass said that he died of alcoholism. Moran said that it was something completely different because he didn't have the slightest tinge of alcohol or anything. Unlike us right now. (laughs)
0: Correct. (laughs) Well, Dr. Moran actually spent time with him while he was still alive. Whereas Sonder, Sondergrass was just doing the autopsy. Basically.
1: We're going all over the place right now. So let's get back on track where you were and I will interject with my... But also,
0: Sondergrass knows him very well because yes. they're actually friends.
1: That's what. So
0: it's very well known that, like, after a glass of wine, that Poe would be, like, staggering drunk. His sister had the same problem, so it had <laughs> to be, Fucking lightweight? Like, had to be something hereditary. Just a yeah, family I, of fucking lightweights.
1: In our last two episodes... I'm on my fourth glass of whiskey and my second beer, and I can still speak somewhat coherently about these subjects that I know very little about. Great. I'm just saying. Let's keep I, it moving. I, I, can, I can drink <laughs> Edgar Allan Poe under the table.
0: Oh, for show, sure, for show. Sure. Yeah, you, you could drink him in the grave.
1: <laughs> maybe I did.
0: Maybe you did. Maybe, maybe. maybe I'm
1: a maybe I'm a chrononaut
0: mm-hmm anyway
1: if you don't know check our last episode
0: there's a bunch of okay so i'm just gonna list the theories and then i'm gonna explain them also so one theory is beating right which would cause a swelling in the brain uh I another think, i theory, think we're
1: gonna lay on the same theory as the most feasible
0: okay another theory i is, think so like you said alcohol uh-huh. uh there's another one that's uh carbon monoxide when... What
1: in the fucking 1800s? Yeah. Uh, what, he, he... he fucking got in a car and <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get into it.
0: Uh, and huffed himself out. Rabies. Oh. Heavy metal poisoning. Fucking rock on, man. <laughs> a brain, t- a brain tumor. Okay. Uh, and the flu.
1: The flu was a son of a bitch back then. Yeah, that was
0: a motherfucker right there. And how fitting that we're talking about it now. Let me
1: throw in another one. Now that I know that we're not going to land on the same subject. Yes. Um, There's another one called Cooping.
0: Oh, yeah, I have that one. I skipped over it.
1: Okay. Well, then we're probably going to land on the same subject. So, go on.
0: All right, I'm going to discuss beating. So, okay. in 1867, one of the first theories to deviate from phrenitis or alcohol was published by biographer E. Oak Smith in her article. That's a hell of a name. Yeah. Uh, in her article, Autobiographic Notes. Uh, her? Co- colon Edgar Allan Poe. Yeah.
1: E. Oak Smith. That's a man's name.
0: I mean, what's the E stand for? Uh, Elaine.
1: Elaine. It- <laughs> Elaine, I was trying to think of something Emily. more old. No, I was trying. Like with a TH in it or something like that. It sounds real old. Edith. That's it. Edna? That's the one I was thinking of. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Edith Oak Smith. Yep, that's a woman's
0: name. Uh, she writes At the instigation of a woman who considered herself injured by him, he was cruelly beaten, blown upon. Blown. Injured by him. Yeah, she was injured by him, he was crudely beaten blow upon blow by a ruffian who knew of no better <laughs> mode of avenging uh, supposed injuries. It is well known that a brain fever followed. Other brain accounts
1: fever. that must be an old term for a concussion.
0: Right. Other accounts also mention ruffians quote unquote uh who had beaten Poe senseless before his death. Um, there was another writing in a eighteen seventy two article The Grave of Poe uh that while in Baltimore Poe ran into some friends from West Point when he was in the army so he the yeah uh, so he had, friends. Acad- yeah, so he had friends from yep. West Point uh who prevailed upon him to join them for drinks. Poe, mm-hmm. unable to handle liquor, became madly drunk after a single glass of champagne afterwards he's such a fucking lightweight. After which he left left his friends to wander the streets. In his drunken state, he was robbed and beaten by ruffians and left insensible in the street all night. But that doesn't really explain why he's in secondhand clothes. Unless he, like, pissed himself and then one of his friends from West Point was like... Well, I
1: mean, does that even explain it? Other than, like... I don't like just just being a prank while he's drunk. You know what I mean? Like we all do dumb stuff when we're fucking plastered like that. Hey, it'd be funny if I had if I had your Uh, clothes on.
0: Yeah, let's switch clothes, bro. You know,
1: I've I've never done that one. I've never had that conversation. I've never seen it before. But you know, back in the eighteen hundreds, you never know. That might have been the bee's knees.
0: Yeah, that's how they got their socks off.
1: Yeah, let's hey, let's. Uh, it'd be funny if i were if i were your clothes that'd be awesome you know and you could wear mine and then he just gets drunk and falls asleep in a in in a gutter i guess so i don't know if that's feasible all right
0: let's talk cooping. no you know what let's get these other ones out of the way I was first. About,
1: we're just gonna skip over everything yeah. else and go to the probably uh. the, the the best one all right you were mm-hmm.
0: interested in the carbon monoxide one right
1: I'm very interested because they didn't. Um, did they have cars back then? No. Like rudimentary cars?
0: But there was coal gas that was used for indoor lighting during the 19th century.
1: Ah, the motherfuckers went crazy because they were trying to light their house. So
0: they took clippings of Poe's hair and mm-hmm. tested them for certain heavy metals that would be able to. They did this in 1999. So it's not like in the 1800s. They're like, wait a minute.
1: 99. I was a. I was eight years old.
0: Good for you, Kyle.
1: You know, you were seven, so... You, you know. know?
0: Yeah. They
1: tested his hey, hair for heavy metals. I've metal. had a couple of beers. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was important stay, information. Stay
0: focused, Kyle. Fuck. I'm glad you can do math at this state yet you're in. But you can keep going. Okay. So they tested his hair for heavy metals that would be able to reveal... The presence of coal gas. The test was inconclusive, uh, leading historians to largely discredit this theory. Sorry, that was such a letdown, but it was. On to
1: heavy. Yeah. (laughs) It sounds interesting because the first thing I think of when I think of carbon monoxide or dioxide monoxide. Monoxide. When I think of monoxide poisoning is people taking a a gutter or a, a... piece of ducting and putting it on their tailpipe and then putting it inside of the car while they're sitting in it that's carbon monoxide poisoning to me you know people running the car and trying to commit suicide that way right. uh if you have any suicidal thoughts contact somebody uh don't do what we just said
0: yeah go ahead and call kyle
1: so don't heavy call me metal po- yeah,
0: you're the call one that the, made- <laughs> call the cops
1: and say you need some help thank you
0: Heavy metal poisoning is another theory.
1: Yeah, baby.
0: So while the test how heavy
1: we're talking, we're oh, talking like we're
0: talking just like, like Judas Priest, not like oh, not too not heavy, you know. Yeah,
1: like the beginning. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, okay. the the test didn't reveal levels of heavy metals consistent with carbon monoxide poisoning, but they did reveal. Elevated levels of mercury in post system months before his death.
1: I mean, they used mercury in a bunch of shit back
0: Uh, then. But ingesting mercury is kind of a fucking problem.
1: It is, but they used mercury in a lot of things back then. Yes, they did. That doesn't seem like it's much of a conspiratorial. That's not a word. Like a conspiracy way of dying, you know what I mean? Well, also, like... Excuse my rude neighbor. They and motorcycle.
0: Remember, uh, remember in the um, Tuskegee.
1: I don't. That was a long time they, ago.
0: They uh, they tried to use mercury to treat it.
1: What was the? T- it was syphilis, right? They yeah, gave him syphilis, syphilis? and then okay. they
0: tried to treat it with fucking mercury. So you're getting double fucked.
1: So people thought that mercury was a treatment back then as well. So
0: he was exposed to a cholera epidemic in oh, 1849 while he was in Philadelphia. So his doctor prescribed uh, mercury chloride. So mercury poisoning could help explain some of his hallucinations and delirium before he died. However, the levels of mercury- Reynolds! Reynolds! <laughs> <laughs> like, who the fuck is Reynolds? <laughs> <laughs> He's having a con moment. Um, yeah. <laughs> The levels of okay, mercury keep going The levels of mercury found in his hair, uh, even at their highest are still 30 times below the level consistent with mercury poisoning.
1: So that probably didn't happen.
0: Yeah, like 30 times is pretty significant. Yeah. Um uh, what else? 30 we times got? is
1: quite a bit more.
0: Well, so, was, okay, I... so it's not carbon monoxide. Not heavy metal poisoning. It's maybe probably
1: not maybe metal poison. he got
0: his shit wrecked after drunkenly changing his clothes with one of his friends for some reason.
1: What about hypoglycemia or rabies?
0: Oh, let's talk about rabies. I don't know. Let's, you okay. got more on it than uh, I Dr. R. Michael Benitez.
1: Benitez? What, yeah. That's very forward thinking of the time. <laughs> <laughs>
0: The fact that he kept his name as uh, Benitez is pretty co- – well, actually, you know what? It wasn't during the time. That's why it makes sense. In 1996, Dr. R. Michael gotcha. Benitez was participating. Yeah, it makes sense. Otherwise, it would be like R. Michael Sheen.
1: Right? <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> I've had a couple to drinks, so I literally just got that. A little so, slow on the take. That's great.
0: He was participating <laughs> in a clinical pathological conference uh, where doctors were given patients along with a list of symptoms and instructed to diagnose and compare with other doctors uh, as well as the written record. The symptoms of uh, the anonymous patient, E.P., a writer from Richmond, were clear. E.P. has. Edgar sy- Allan Poe? Right had succumbed to rabies. According, if you don't know,
1: he was originally from... Well, actually, his wife was in Richmond, so I think they lived in Richmond, Virginia. Right. He was born he's in from Boston. from Baltimore. Boston. He, yeah.
0: And died in Baltimore. He got famous in Baltimore and died yes. in Baltimore. Um, according to EP supervising physician Dr. J.J. J. Moran, EP had been admitted to a hospital due to lethargy and confusion, once admitted, EP's condition began rapid. Uh, began a rapid downwards. Wow! Began a rapid, rapid downward, downward spiral. spiral. You're fucking contagious, Kyle. Shortly, the patient was exhibiting delirium with visual hallucinations, wide variations in pulse rate, and rapid, shallow breathing. Uh, within four days. Yeah, we- Corona! <laughs> Shit! <laughs> within four days. The median length of survival after the onset of serious rabies symptoms, E.P. was dead. E.P., yeah. as Benita soon found out, wasn't just any author from Richmond. It was Edgar Allan Poe, uh, whose death the Maryland cardiologist had diagnosed as a clear case of rabies, a fairly common virus in the 19th century, uh, running counter to any prevailing theorist, theories at the time. Uh, How diag- is
1: rabies a fucking common Virus. People are just running out getting bit by fucking
0: raccoons and shit? I don't know, Kyle. That's what it says. And it was published in the September 1996 issue of the Maryland Medical Journal. You know how crazy that is? Go.
1: To my knowledge, the only way that you get rabies back then was by getting bit by some type of animal like a raccoon or some other, like, rabid animal. Like, where people just... Readily like just
0: people like to giving pet dogs. rabies Kyle, to each other at the time, like biting each other and giving each other rabies. Hey, some people enjoy biting. They do, but not to the
1: point of blood, because I believe rabies is only a, a blood disease. If I mean, I'm not Dracula mistaken. was
0: kind of a big deal back then.
1: In the eighteen hundreds, like Dracula was like a fetish.
0: Ooh, is that what you're question. saying? I don't know.
1: Maybe. I mean. I too enjoyed getting a little nibble on my neck during, uh, coital, uh, activities, co- coital activities, <laughs> but not to where I'm hurting. not to where I'm bleeding. Well, that's just you. So I highly doubt he was with his partner getting it on. And she's just fucking clamps down and like, you got rabies, bitch. <laughs> gotcha. Bitch. Like, you know, like how the fuck did he get? That? I mean, it was a wilder time back then. We didn't know much about medicine at the time. So, I mean, I guess anything's possible. I kept So, Garnett.
0: I mean, without a DNA sample, it's really hard to be 100% certain that he succumbed to rabies, but there's also a few other kinks in the theory. Uh, there's no evidence of hydrophobia because if you're aff- afflicted with rabies, you develop a fear of water. And yeah, po, you
1: don't drink any water or anything like that. Yeah,
0: Poe was drinking water at the hospital until he died.
1: You sure it's a fear, it's rather than just a urge not to, not to drink you're water, like, like you're not thirsty.
0: I guess. He also didn't have any evidence of an animal bite, though some with rabies don't remember being bit by an animal. Um, still, at the time of the article's publication, um, you, I mean. You can kind of agree with the diagnosis. Uh, this is the first time since Poe died that a medical person looked at his death without any pre preconceived notions.
1: Yeah, everyone else me- is like,
0: "I'm going to prove something else."
1: Yeah. It makes sense. And I mean, back then they didn't have like blood alcohol analysis, you know, so they wouldn't be able to tell if he was actually super inebriated like I am right now.
0: And, you know, if, Um, if he knew it was Edgar Allan Poe, he'd probably think, oh yeah, like drugs and alcohol. And then that would influence his decision. But he actually, he had no agenda. Yeah, diagnosing them, so...
1: Back then, writers were, like, rock stars, so it was, like, drugs, alcohol, sex, yeah, that's what they did, that's you know? Right. So if it was Edgar Allan Poe, and you knew it was Edgar Allan Poe, it was like, oh, yeah, it makes sense.
0: All he does is smoke and fuck.
1: Smoke and fuck. drink some bees.
0: Yeah. All right, what else? Okay, so they said he had brain swelling, so let's talk about brain tumors, which is one of the most recent theories about his death. Oh, okay. Um... They say that a brain tuber influenced his behavior before his death. When Poe died he was buried rather unceremoniously in an unmarked grave in a Baltimore graveyard. Um, yeah,
1: just in like the back of a of a the morgue, I believe it was. Just, just dumped in the him. burying plot. Yeah. yeah.
0: Twenty six years later, a statue mm-hmm. was erected honoring Poe near the graveyard's entrance. Eh. Uh, Poe's coffin was dug up and his remains exhumed in order to be moved to the new, uh, place of honor. But more than two decades of buried decay had not been kind to Poe's coffin or the corpse you within think? And the apparatus fell apart as workers tried to move it from, uh, one part of the graveyard to the other. Little remained of his actual body, but one worker did remark on a strange feature of his skull. Uh, There was a mass rolling around inside. Newspapers of the day uh, claimed that the clump was Poe's brain, shriveled yet intact for almost three decades in the ground. But we know today that a mass could not be Poe's brain, which is one of the first parts of the body to rot after death.
1: Yeah, I don't think that can happen. It's kind of... It's that weird material that just kind of dwindles away.
0: Right. Uh, This guy, Matthew Pearl, who's an American author who wrote a novel about Poe's death, was is by this clump. He contacted a forensic pathologist who told him that while the clump couldn't be a brain, it could be a brain tumor, which can calcify after death and turn into a hard mass. Uh, Pearl isn't the only one to believe Poe suffered from a brain tumor. Uh, one New York physician told Poe that he had a lesion on his brain that caused his adverse reactions to alcohol. But that would that also sense. mean...
1: That's why he's a lightweight.
0: Right. That would also mean that his sister has...
1: A brain tumor A brain at the tumor, same time. too,
0: but, but that's not... But it could also be hereditary...
1: Well, yeah. Stuff like that tends to happen to families. You know what I mean? Like if you, if you have heart disease, it tends to run in the family. If you have cancer tends to run in the family, you know, so it's not too far out of the realm of possibility that brain tumors run in the family. You know, it's just a very specific type of cancer.
0: So it's, I mean, it's not, I feel like I would more go with rabies than that. Yeah, But it's kind of wild that the, the fucking tumor was still hanging around in his skull or whatever the fuck that was. I don't know what else you want to call it. I mean, nobody yeah. picked it up and fucking examined well, it. Well,
1: I mean, if either. the coffin was in disarray, you know what I mean? It's It makes sense that something – I mean, the skull is sealed off to a certain point. There's a hole at the bottom of it where your spinal canal goes through mm-hmm. and connects to the rest of your body. So, I mean – if the the coffin was in disarray and it was beaten down and things like that, a clump of dirt could have got up in there, you know, like it, it could have made its way inside the type of inside that little hole in the bottom of the skull mm-hmm. and rattled around. So I mean, that's a possibility. I, I whether or not it's the most feasible, it's probably not, but it it's a possibility. Right. Chris just saw a ghost. For you.
0: Yeah. Obviously,
1: we're not on YouTube yet. We're working on getting on YouTube. Um, uh, I don't know about video right out of the bat, but we're working on it, guys. Um, So everybody that's listening, I'm looking at Christopher right now, and he is halfway freaking out about something that just passed his window. Anyway. (laughs) So, what are the other theories? I think we've covered everything except for maybe, like, the flu,
0: right? I got the flu, and then we'll talk about cooping, which you are all fucking worked up about.
1: Well, I mean, I think you're worked up about, too. Well, what's your favorite theory? Cooping. Okay. (laughs) So, I mean, the flu's kind of self-explanatory. Back then, uh, the flu, there there was very few—there wasn't a vaccine— there was very few things that can uh that can combat the flu. Yeah. So if you got a hold of it, at first you thought it was just a regular cold so you'd stay home and and medicate and just kind of relax and things like that. Right. But the flu is much worse than the common cold. So the flu just takes over at that point and and it turns takes into over. pneumonia. It t- turns into pneumonia and then ends up suffocating you at that point pneumonia just fills your lungs with fluid and you're you're screwed at that point because there's nothing to uh, there's nothing to treat it so that's a feasible explanation but
0: well, also flu
1: flu doesn't really cause hallucinations and uh, deliria and things like that
0: does it, uh, uh, it can. Okay. In the days leading up to Poe's departure from Richmond, uh, he visited a physician complaining of illness. Uh, His last night in town, he was very sick, and his soon-to-be wife noted that he had a weak pulse, a fever, and she didn't think he should take the journey to Philadelphia. Um, He visited a doctor, and the doctor also told him not to travel, that he was too sick. According to newspaper reports from the time, it was raining in Baltimore when Poe was there, which could explain why Poe was found in clothes that weren't his own. Um, The cold... How? Because he didn't expect it to rain, so he was wearing somebody else's rain gear. So he
1: just grabbed somebody else's fucking clothes and was like, let me put some pants on.
0: Pop into the first fucking store you're at or whatever. Yeah. Uh, The cold and the rain exasperated the flu that he already had. So maybe that eventually led to pneumonia and the high fever can account for hallucinations and confusion. That's
1: very plausible.
0: It's not as sexy, though. You know what I mean? Like,
1: it's definitely like that's just like, okay. well, he just died because of the flu, like many people did back in the day. All All
0: right, right, let's talk Coopin.
1: Co- what is cooping, Chris? Cooping. It, it, it sounds. At first, I was reading. and I was like, "Is it, it? Are they talking? Are they saying cooing? You know, because it's almost spelled the same no, way." Cooping, no, cooping
0: uh, was a method of voter fraud that a lot of gangs uh, mm. took part in in 19 in the 1800s, where you would kidnap somebody, disguise them, and force them to vote for a specific candidate multiple times. And with multiple disguised identities, kind of like Peter Griffin getting samples at Costco.
1: Yes, exactly like that. (laughs) But they're held against their will. And, uh, it's, uh, yeah, it's against their will at that point. And they're held up in this place called a coop. Yeah. It's basically a small, a small room that they held all of the quote unquote participants in the cooping process inside basically a chicken coop at that point
0: yeah essentially so voter fraud was extremely common in baltimore around the mid 1800s and the polling site where walker found the found poe in the gutter was also a place that coopers brought their victims uh the fact that poe was found delirious on election day and uh, in, in yeah we forgot to no mention that
1: he was found delirious on the day of the election right so, Anyways, keep going.
0: I just want Over to the emphasize years, that. this theory has come to be one of the more widely accepted explanations for Poe's strange demeanor before his death. Before Prohibition, voters were given alcohol after voting as, like, kind of a reward. Um,
1: That's great. Yeah. <laughs> Here you go. Here's a shot. Fuck yeah. <laughs> right? After you vote, th- you're like, instead that of that sticker. Instead of that dumb fucking I voted sticker. Yeah, I don't want that you shit. You get it. You get some whiskey. We it. need to go back in the day, man.
0: <laughs> Shit. <laughs> so if if Poe was forced was forced to vote multiple times uh, in a cooping scheme, that might explain why he's he's fucked up. Like if after one yes. glass of wine he's staggering drunk. Mm-hmm. After a few shots or whatever the it just says they were given alcohol after voting it doesn't say how much
1: well that's that's after voting but the the thing that makes he it voted most
0: multiple fe- times
1: yes the, well yeah that makes sense Allegedly, too,
0: the, i guess the,
1: the thing that makes it most feasible to me is uh it stated that people in these uh cooping rings uh they would give people that are that are um that are detained or that are abducted in these, uh, these cooping schemes, they would give them alcoholic beverages and sometimes tranquilizers in order to make them more compliant because some people would be, they're like, fuck this. I'm not doing this shit. Like I'm voting I'm booting this guy and that's, that's what I'm doing. Like if you want me to vote for somebody else, fuck off type of thing so in order to make these people more compliant they would feed them alcoholic beverages and sometimes uh mild tranquilizers in order to get them to comply with what they're doing um so that's just kind of the tip of the craziness they would they would get them and they would drug them and be like you're voting for this guy over and over again because our guy's gonna win right um they would give them different disguises. They would make them put on fake wigs, fake beards, um, things like that. Make them shave and come in different uh, clothing in order to vote multiple times in order to fall uh, to fool to fool the polling agents. Um, also, it's associated very closely with these cooping rings. That if you didn't comply you would either become beaten beyond repair or they would straight up kill you right so it as you mentioned earlier where he was found in the gutter was near one of these cooping rings yeah um it's not too far fetched to believe that Edgar Allan Poe being a, th- a free thinker and somebody that makes his own narrative literally and figuratively um, would be opposed to somebody telling him who to vote for. Cause typically if you're some type of creative a writer, an artist, something like that, you have strong opinions on who should be in office and things like that. You have strong political opinions.
0: Not always,
1: not always, but most of the time you do. Um, if he had a strong political opinion, which happened to oppose the cooping ring, He's going to fight for what he wants, obviously. And the cooping ring's going to be like, okay, well, we're just going to knacker you up and give you a bunch of alcohol to where you comply with us, which explains uh, why some people think he had alcoholism and he was drunk at the time Mm -hmm. of his death because he was literally force-fed alcohol, much like Jimi Hendrix, if you want to go back and listen to that episode. Um, It also makes sense that that could have also been a cover-up. They literally they couldn't get anything out of Edgar Allan Poe, so they uh, they ended up just killing him and put him in somebody else's clothes, which explains the, the clothes that he is not used to being seen in. Mm-hmm. He's used to being kind of dapper and well-dressed and have well-fitting clothes. Instead, he was found in... And poor fitting clothes, something like that shaggy clothes. It's shaggy. Looked like shit. Was all beat up. Um, that explains why he was putting that because they put him in somebody else's clothes and maybe even poured alcohol on him to give him the stench of alcohol. Even though that's reputed by Moran, yeah. which he is, he is coming to scrutiny by being incorrect. And mm. I don't know in recent years, but the people are saying that Moran is incorrect completely.
0: I mean, um, maybe he's a drunk himself and just never smelled it.
1: He definitely could be. Yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah, it he didn't the smell alcohol on me because I smell like the alcohol. Because I'm a doctor. <laughs> Back in the day, that was that was all you needed, a little bit of whiskey and a saw.
0: That's was it from <laughs> uh, uh, Seinfeld? Hennigans. <laughs> drunk as a skunk and you don't even stink.
1: That's it. Um, but in the cooping ring it's not too far out of the the realm of possibility that this guy had a a way of thinking. He was like, I want this guy because he agrees with me completely. And it's uh, the opposite of what the, the cooping ring wanted. And the cooping ring was like, well, we're not getting through to this guy, alcohol or otherwise, we're just going to off him." And to me, out of all of the causes of death, This one sounds like the most the the most reasonable because somebody that knows they're a lightweight, they're not going to go around drinking a bunch of alcohol unless they want to commit suicide, which wasn't wasn't the case for uh, Edgar Allan Poe there. I think there was an attempted suicide, but that was just because he drank a little bit too much. But I don't think that was attempted suicide. I think he was just having fun and he went a little overboard type of thing you know what I mean
0: here's my problem with the cooping theory though okay is I mean the do you do you know what the election was for
1: I don't I, I don't know I just know that it was an election that they were trying to get their guy
0: it in was, office it was an election for sheriff
1: well in the 1800s <laughs> sheriff's was pretty important
0: yeah you know? yeah but
1: this was eight like 1840s, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, the San Francisco 49ers, you know, that was the Wild West frontier. Albeit Baltimore is not the Wild West exactly. at this point. They're, they're civilized. But that was back in like the Old West time
0: frame. And granted, Baltimore has a pretty rich criminal history.
1: A little bit. <laughs> Just a tad bit, you
0: know. But did we even go over the, the alcohol theory at all? I, I, feel I, like... don't,
1: I don't think we went over it in Because dude's like, clearly depth. A fucking
0: super lightweight.
1: Yes. We didn't go over it in depth. I just kind of mentioned Dys- dysmofia or whatever the fuck it was. Mm-hmm. Where was it? Um, Dyspomania is what...
0: Dim Sum Mania.
1: Dim Sum Mania is what I glossed over. Uh, let's get into it.
0: All right, so... Obviously, dude couldn't handle a drink, right?
1: Um, If one glass of wine makes you inebriated, you can't handle a drink.
0: Exactly. So months before his death, Poe became a vocal member of the temperance movement, which was- Oh, yeah. We didn't even
1: get into this shit. Which
0: is, is getting rid of alcohol, which he struggled with his whole life.
1: So, well, the temperance movement, for those of you who don't know, is basically like they're trying to bring on the prohibition.
0: Yes. Yes. And they would be successful way later on after Poe had died for a little bit. And About
1: then... fucking 60 years later, yeah. But
0: as it stands now, they're giving you a shot after you fucking vote, so. Yeah. Uh Biographer Susan Archer Tally White. Jesus Christ, pick one name, lady. Fuck.
1: I'm telling you, these motherfuckers. Their names back in the day were ridiculous.
0: <laughs> so
1: <laughs> they had like seven names. <laughs> Tally White.
0: There was an event toward the the end of Poe's time in Richmond that might be relevant to theorists that prefer a death by drinking demise for Poe. Uh, Poe had fallen ill in Richmond, and after making a somewhat miraculous recovery was told by his attending physician that another such attack would prove fatal. Um, according Shit. to Weiss, uh, Poe replied that if people would not tempt him, he would not fall, suggesting that the first illness w- was bought on by some drinking. Um, those around Poe during his final days uh, seemed convinced that the author did indeed fall into that temptation, drinking himself to death. Which could be, play into the West Point guys. Yeah. Um, his close friend J.P. Kennedy wrote on October I thought 10th. thought you
1: were about to say J.P. Morgan. I was like, what?
0: <laughs> no, it was a hybrid. If J.P. Morgan and John F. Kennedy had a baby, it'd be J.P. Kennedy.
1: The king of all conspiracy theories. Yes.
0: He wrote on October 10th, 1849, on Tuesday, last Edgar Allan Poe died. Dearest Mother, on Tuesday last, Edgar Allan Poe died in town here at the hospital from the effects of a debauch. Debauchery? Debauch. Yeah. He well, fa- I mean, that's he probably in, shorthand for that. He says he fell in with some companion here who seduced him to the bottle, which it was said he had renounced some time ago. The consequence was fever, delirium, and madness and in a few days, a termination of his sad career in the hospital. Poor Poe, a bright but unsat- unsteady light, has been awfully quenched. People wrote so beautifully back then.
1: It's ridiculous. Nowadays, we it's just suck. so crude and be like, oh, we've, we dumbed down the population. It's just like, this happened here! Be mad about it!
0: Why, that's preposterous. How can you imagine such a thing? Now we're just like, shit's weird, bro. That's it.
1: I mean, I I know I remember reading Edgar Allan Poe in school, and I thought, like, you can clearly understand what he's saying, but it's just in such a roundabout way that I believe we've just become more concise and more...
0: Too uh, straightforward, I think.
1: Yeah, straightforward with what we're saying rather than talking in euphemisms or uh metaphor. It's just like, this is what happened rather than this. This is what happened. If so-and-so had done it. yada, yada You know,
0: I mean, as far as death by drinking goes, um, it doesn't really explain him disappearing for five days. Uh, or yeah, the second, so, the hand so, clothes. But as you pointed out, people often switch their fucking clothes around, uh, nonchalantly. If they're in the cooping ring.
1: If no, the if they've been more.
0: drinking, you're like, hey, let's switch clothes, bro.
1: Oh, exactly. That's you know, what, we've, done we've done that. before. We've done that before. What what? Huh? No uh, nothing. So uh we uh there's disputes on the alcoholism, however. Um there's reports that say, um, like I mentioned earlier, which are in question, they have been debunked saying that there wasn't the slightest Uh, odor of alcohol or, uh, alcohol on his breath or his person. Um, so people believe that he wasn't drunk at all at his time of death. Uh, but even if that was the case, new newspapers still ran uh, the death saying uh, ran the story saying that the death was caused by congestion of the brain or cerebral inflammation, mm-hmm. which back in the day were euphemisms of death for disgraced causes such as alcoholism or dipsomania. So if you died of uh, alcoholism or being drunk or something of that nature. Rather than disgracing you and saying, oh, he died because he was a drunk, they would say, oh, he had congestion of the brain or cerebral inflammation, which which probably stemmed the brain tumor theories and things of that nature. Mm -hmm. Um, Whether or not this is actually true, it it sounds really feasible because of him being a lightweight. I mean, he could have just drank as much as I've drank today and probably have been dead, you know? Um, Or he could have been caught up in this crazy voting scheme for whatever you mentioned earlier, the sheriff of Baltimore um, trying to get their own guy elected so they can... I mean, back in the day, in the 1860s, the law was kind of crazy. The 1860s, is that when it was? It was the 1870s, right?
0: Right. So back in the day, the law was...
1: Yeah, the law was kind of crazy. So, I mean, if the sheriff was the law back then. 1849. Okay, in the 1840s. The sheriff was the law back then. Like if you got prosecuted, the sheriff was basically the judge and the jury and the executioner at that point. So if you are trying to get a certain sheriff elected so you can get away with doing whatever the hell it is that you're trying to do. A cooping scheme doesn't t- sound too far fetched. You well, get a bunch wanna, of people.
0: You don't want to end up in you know an Andrew Jackson type scenario, and you know have to duel it out. You just want to have like easy going, a little sheriff that's and, gonna play along, so you don't have to you know shoot or get shot.
1: That bitch Aaron Burr comes out of nowhere and says, "Clap
0: What a dick!
1: You know that mother- well. You know he's kind of forced, but you know, it is what it is.
0: Actually, speaking of that type of shit, um, you forget, Kyle, we're in the world of, of modern science.
1: When you In 1840? Or are we talking about no, right now? Right now. Oh, yes.
0: So there's a wrench into the alcohol theory uh, because there's uh, samples of Poe's hair from after his death. And,
1: and alcoholism would be uh, reflected in hair samples, correct?
0: Correct. You would have higher levels of lead. Because in alcohol is poison, lead. So he had low... Brought (laughs) to
1: you by Four Roses bourbon. Lead and alcohol poisoning at your disposal. Sorry, we're not sponsored by Four Roses. We love you.
0: They taste great. Four Roses, stop to smell the roses.
1: (laughs) Anyways, lead and alcohol poisoning.
0: Yeah, so Poe's hair had low levels of lead. Uh, which would indicate that he remained faithful to his vow of sobriety up until he died. So Vow was
1: sobriety? So he so wasn't drunk at one point? He didn't
0: get drunk again at all okay. since leaving uh, Richmond. Okay. Which throws a wrench into a shitload of these... I gotta say these rabies. Tears. I gotta say rabies.
1: Rabies, I think the most feasible because of how corrupt, I mean, politics are still corrupt today, but how corrupt they were back then and the lengths that they went to, to, uh, actually harm, uh,
0: to kidnap multiple, keep them in a small room and force them to vote for a sheriff.
1: That doesn't sound too far fetched for back in the day, to be completely honest with you. Like. Back then, the sheriff had a lot of power in whatever city he was in. So in order to get the correct sheriff, the sheriff that you needed to perform uh, or to carry out whatever enterprise you had at the time, you would need to get the correct guy in place. And the method of doing so back in the day just so happened to be cooping, getting a bunch of people to go in different disguises. It's not like today where you can just get a bunch of Russians to hack it and put a couple <laughs> of extra votes under your name. Now you back then you had to get people in disguises and have them go and vote multiple times, and whether that be against their will or them being or doing so willingly. You know, back then that's that's how it had to happen. All if right. you wanted to carry out your nefarious deeds in a certain city, You needed to have a sheriff that supported it.
0: Well, what if, okay, let's say you get the sheriff in, right? What if your mayor is totally against everything you're doing anyway?
1: Well, the sheriff carries more weight when it comes to actually being prosecuted at that point, doesn't it? I mean, the mayor is controlling the city, but the mayor's the, I mean, the sheriff's the one that says, okay, you're in the wrong or you're not.
0: But how long term is it, you know, if the mayor has the capacity to fire said sheriff for doing a shit job?
1: Yeah, that that makes sense. But I mean, at this point, if they're electing a sheriff, you kind of automatically have to assume that the mayor's already in line with what they're trying to do. Because the mayor's like you said, the mayor's not just going to let that happen if if they if they're opposed to what. Is going on with the sheriff, the sheriff might already—I mean, the mayor might already be on the payroll and already be in office for that. Now you just have to rig the election for the sheriff, the guy that's holding out the, the actual legal uh, aspects of this thing.
0: All right, you know, all right, you convinced me.
1: It makes sense. Back in the day, like that's that's how things happen. Have you ever seen chain on chain? That's what happens. That's what happens. Well, they didn't elect anybody, but they shot the fucking sheriff. Right. Yeah. It but was they, awesome.
0: But they didn't shoot the deputy.
1: They didn't. The deputy is the one that actually gave him the bounty, so, you know. <laughs> I think it's cooping. You know, Rabies is kind of crazy. I don't I I don't understand Rabies fully. That's just me being stupid. I don't know if you can get rabies from human to human. I think you have to get bit by an, no, uh, an it animal. it has to be animal. Am- that's what I think. I don't know if that's true though. Somebody, one of our shitheads, hit us up on Instagram or Twitter at shit's weird bro and shit's weird bro 1 to let us know if that's actually true if you know more than us. Or hit us on
0: Instagram know. at shit's weird bro.
1: I literally just said both. But that's okay, Chris.
0: You know what? I don't listen to you sometimes. If I'm completely honest. What what the fuck, man? You know how drunk you are? And I just got to tune you out sometimes.
1: Listen, I'm drunk, but I'm making great points here.
0: You should start every sentence out like that. Listen. (laughs) And then I'll listen.
1: (laughs) I'm drunk and I I can definitely feel the alcohol, but I'm making great points. And I believe the shitheads will agree. I'm not incoherent right now. I'm not Edgar Allan Poe after one glass of wine.
0: Ooh, shots fired.
1: You know, I can handle my liquor. So it, to me, cooping makes the most sense. Rabies, I don't know if that makes a, a whole shit ton of sense to me. I think the flu makes more sense than rabies.
0: Actually, yeah, the flu is probably – but that's so boring. Sure I is. Guess, I don't know why I think that rabies is like sexier than the flu. Because
1: it is. Who but, the fuck is rabies?
0: Right. No gets rabies? Right. Apparently, apparently it was common back in the day, as you like to phrase it.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I said that a lot. Yeah. Didn't I?
0: Yeah, you did you back know. in the day.
1: Yeah. You, know. you you know who else? What starts with rabies? Zombies.
0: Sometimes. Yeah. In a lot of movies. Yeah.
1: Zombies start with rabies. Take over the brain. So, why didn't Edgar Allan Poe turn into a zombie if it was rabies?
0: You're asking the real hard hitting questions here, Kyle.
1: I'm telling you. You're telling me it's rabies. Rabies, everybody knows it leads to zombieism. That's a word I just made up. That's the thing. Zombieism? Zombieism. Rabies leads to zombieism. What how come Agar Alan Poe didn't turn into a zombie because of the rabies? It's a disease that affects (laughs) the brain, Christopher.
0: Okay. (laughs) We gotta end oh my god.